Hello and welcome back to the Second and Two podcast. I'm your host, TB, with my co-host, producer extraordinaire, hat connoisseur, background in business, master of the grills, um, and just an overall one of the best people I know in the world, Jody. What's up, dude? Good, man. You know, I appreciate that last one. That one, that one felt nice. You know, normally yeah, yeah. I, I get a laugh out of whatever you say on the last one. You're just making something up, but thank you. Today I'm spreading joy and positivity. Yeah. Spreading <laughs> love. You got to. All day, baby. <laughs> um, we are here after a, a mini break. Not that we actually, either of us took a break. It was more yeah, we of didn't a... on that for <laughs> sure. It, just, it was more of a work-imposed podcast break. I know, Joe, you had a lot going on. Yeah. Um. With with fam and you know mm-hmm. work, work and I had some crazy work hours. I went from working at five thirty in the morning to four, or four in the afternoon at my other job to working at one a.m. It was wild, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. For me, just in the thick of football camp. I mean, just two a days and, and two a days plus teacher in service stuff. You know, we're talking. Getting to the school at 6 a.m., not leaving the school till 9.30 p.m. I just, uh, I literally, when I say I literally did not have the time to record a podcast last week, I literally did not have the time. <laughs> um, when we we tried, uh, we tried late in the week to see if we could pull it together, and it just, it was not happening, and we both uh, needed the rest. But I think, you know, in in total, it actually worked out, and we're back here on uh, mm-hmm. two weeks later from our last recording, and um, sitting here on Tuesday the fifteenth. And uh, you know, we got a lot of news to talk. A lot of things have happened. Um, not so much that I think we're, you know, really missing out on not recording last week, but enough that we've got some stuff to cover today, which is great. Yeah. So um, we'll run down the list of things we're doing today. We're going to talk. Uh, you know, obviously camp news. Um, we'll talk about some of the things that have happened in preseason. Obviously, some things happen. You know, we have a slate of games now that have happened um, yeah. since we last recorded. We will talk about some drama. Sean Payton, Aaron Rodgers, Nathaniel Hackett, Hard Knocks. We'll Nate. talk about all that. Oh, I'm sorry, Nate Hackett. Yeah. Um, we will also venture to rank our top five or top four maybe with an honorable mention football movies, because it's a hard genre, not an easy one to nail. There's not um, many, honestly. No, you not many that the end have, of the list. Yeah. Not, not many that have actually done really well. It's hard to replicate the action of a football movie in, uh, in, in a point. movie. Yeah. And, uh, and th- that'll be our day today. But um, I think we're going to start with some camp news. Jody. You want to start us off with a piece of camp news, some stuff that's happened. Yes, we got our guy, Dalvin Cook, sent off to the Jets. Eight mil, eight and some change. Interesting signing, right? I mean, we've been talking mm-hmm. about the running back market quite a bit. And it's not Dalvin like they Cook... have bad ones, too. Like, they got Michael Carter, they got Brees Hall. Yeah. They need the vet, I guess. I mean, adding Dalvin, that he was, it was rumored it was the Jets, it was the Dolphins. That was kind of the big two mm-hmm. that were talked about for a long time. Um, and it, it makes sense with Brees Hall coming off the injury, they get a big name back there. Um, for Dalvin Cook, you know, he, he makes $8 million. 
believe it or not, that's closer to the top end of the running back yeah, market still. That's for sure. Um, you know, and uh, I think it gives the Jets some depth. They're a team that's clearly in the mode of we think we can win it all this year. So let's just make we'll sure send. that that we have, yeah, all our bases covered. We've got Dalvin Cook. We've got Brees Hall, both guys who are somewhat injury prone. So if you have both of them and one of them gets hurt, you're still okay. I think <laughs> it's, it's kind of hedging their bet there by by going and signing Dalvin Cook. Um, so, yeah, big news there in Jets camp. I mean, in other running back news, similarly, AFC East. Yeah. Ezekiel Elliott signing with the New England Patriots. That's a strange match to me. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's funny. I've seen a, a meme where it's like Ramondre Stevenson seeing Zeke run in for a one-yard touchdown. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, Ramondre was pretty good. It It is a little – I mean, they lost – a little bit of running back depth in free agency. So I guess from that standpoint, it makes sense. Mm. It'll be interesting to see how he fits in the Bill O'Brien offense, but even more, you know, the Patriot way and what Bill yeah. Belichick has been able to do with veterans over the years. Um, guys like Randy Moss who have come in and conformed and been able to be very True. productive under Bill Belichick. And, you know, guys who have actually resurrected their career at times, you know, we have, Many examples of that. You got Darrell Revis. You've got um, Randy Moss. You've got guys like that 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 have come in there. And I wonder if Zeke Blinky can can career. do. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, see if Zeke can do something similar. You know, in terms of resurrecting his career um, in New England, um, we'll see. You know, I think this is probably based yeah. on how long it took for him to sign, what the market was for him. This is probably you know, kind of a last chance for Zeke. Yeah. I mean, that's what it feels like to, to get a deal going forward somewhere. Yeah. Similarly in, uh, in, or at least adjacent, the Cowboys, they finally got yeah, Zach, Martin Zach Martin to end the holdout. He's going to sign a new two year deal worth over $36 million. Um, pretty <laughs> good deal for, for the all pro guard huge for the Cowboys to get that guy back on the field. I mean, he makes a mm-hmm. huge difference on that offensive line. You know, if you looked back to that Cowboys line about four or five years ago, it was clearly one of the best in football. It's no longer quite that, but having Zach Martin, really good. yeah, makes them really good. Not having him makes them like kind of, as the kids would say, mid. <laughs> Bro, but kids these days, they say anything's mid if, if it's like bad. They're like, ah, oh, it's just mid. Like nah, bro. That that's trash. I'm not it's not. It's trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, we'll uh we'll see kind of what happens with that Cowboys offensive line, but I'm sure having Zach Martin back makes things a lot easier for them. Well, quick running um, back talk while we're on the Cowboys. Deuce Vaughn, my guy. You see, he's shifty back there. He was making Deuce is looking crazy. good. Deuce is looking good. I told you all. I told you. (laughs) It was like my third or fourth favorite running back in the draft. And now he's out here shift teaming people in preseason. And people are already talking about Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles this, Darren Sproles that. Dude, I was telling all of you in April, March, whenever we recorded that podcast. Man, come on. Come on. (laughs) Deuce Vaughn is the truth. There we go. He's looking good. My dude's going to ball for sure. 
I, I can't wait to see it like in a real like real game, you know. Um speaking of running backs, I've got a trio of running back news here. Ravens activated running back JK Dobbins off the pup list. Mm-hmm. The um yeah. the Jets also activated Brees Hall off the pup. So now they bring him mm-hmm. back with their new running back Dalvin Cook. Cook. So that's huge. Couple guys coming back from injury. Javante Williams with the Broncos appears to be um ready to play in preseason next week. So Joe, as a Broncos fan, how you feeling about that one? That's I mean, it sounds great, but I you know, I, I told you right before I brought it up. I said like, is he trying to be Adrian Peterson? Now, one hand he could be come back even better, like we saw with even Cam Akers a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. Where he was balling just like real quickly, but then it's also like, is he physically ready to come back, or yeah, he just wants to come back to get the feeling and like I don't know. But one thing, while we're still talking running backs, with the Raiders, if they don't sign their guy, I did see he could end up in Denver, and I'd like that too. Hmm. Wouldn't be uh. Wouldn't be something that has never happened before. If you remember back when Melvin Gordon didn't sign with the Chargers, he ended up with the Broncos. So not opposed <laughs> to stealing running backs in division, though it didn't quite work out long term with Melvin Gordon. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, Humble it would man, be interesting though. to see in Josh Jacobs with Sean Payton. Um, more running back news. Kendra Miller got injured in Saints camp, and the, they're saying it's not serious, but the Saints did sign another running back in Daryl Williams. So we'll see what happens there. Um, the Colts signed safety Ronnie Harrison, formerly of Alabama, um, played for the Browns for a little while, Jaguars. And uh, so we'll see if he can stick with the Colts. He's had a tough time in the league so far this is in his uh, young career. The Bears claim former Falcons linebacker Michael Walker off waivers. The Titans also added vet- or uh, worked out veteran cornerback Ronald Darby. We'll see if they actually sign him. Mm-hmm. Um, now, also, this one's a little bit um, more fun. Anthony Richardson named the starter today out of Colts camp. Gardner Minshew will be the backup. Um, Richardson's looked good in a lot of camp stuff I've seen, uh, oh. in any kind of videos I've seen of him. And I remember we watched him with Florida – you know, um, in our, in our drafts, bombs. yeah, we, there was a lot of stuff to like, we liked his talent. Um, mm-hmm. he's not necessarily, he wasn't necessarily raw. He just hadn't had enough reps and that yeah. was our thing. We felt like he, the talent was all there and it was actually fairly refined. He just needed more, more he reps. He only had like one real season, right? And like a couple extra games. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think, I believe we had him as our third or fourth say third or fourth yeah ranked quarterback um i know we had bryce young I, I know i didn't like will CJ. levis i could tell you that <laughs> yeah yeah i agree we we liked him more than will levis for sure yeah um we had young and shroud above him most mm-hmm. definitely so i think we had richardson third um but yeah we'll uh you know we'll keep, keep an eye on that i mean he's gonna get to start week one he'll go through all the growing pains with shane steichen this year so that's big time we got another uh, kind of sad camp update today. Justin Ross for the uh, the Chiefs, who's um, 
was a rookie last year, but didn't really get to play because he was coming off injury, you know, out of Clemson. He mm-hmm. uh, he was finally healthy going into camp. He has been apparently tearing it up at camp. People have been talking about him as like the legit number one receiver for the Chiefs. And then today he was carted off with a leg slash hamstring injury, according to head coach Andy Reid. They yeah. don't have a full update yet on what exactly happened. Probably won't hear more until tomorrow. Man, I, it's a it's just a bummer that uh, the guy was finally healthy, and now we're not sure, you know, if uh, if that health is you know now in jeopardy. So we'll see yeah. if it's a serious injury or not, and uh, obviously we'll hope that it isn't. Um, anything uh, that I missed, Joe, that felt like we need to hit on, or we hit more to- running back news. Oh yeah, please, guy, Alvin Kamara. Three game suspension. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, um, probably part of the reason why the Saints, you know, between that suspension, Kendra Miller getting hurt, signed Daryl Williams just to go mm-hmm. with uh, their guy they signed in the offseason, Jamal Williams, to make yeah. sure they just have enough depth for game one um, if the Kendra Miller injury lingers. And then more, one more I got off the top of my head. Derek Carr, my guy's looking jacked, bro. Yeah, people have been saying that. I, I've I have noticed that people are saying he's jacked. Yeah, he's What's got some, he's got some arms on him now. Made it. He's ready to sling it, I guess. I kind of hope he does. I don't know why. I'm I'm rooting for Carr. I'm rooting for Carr to have a great year in New it could, Orleans. It could be a Drew B story again, bro. Granted, yeah. they're two different, and he's a lot taller than my guy. But you know, leaving the AFC West goes to the NFC South. Hmm. Well, man, EB, man. So I think uh, we wanted to look at hard knocks, right? So Mm -hmm. we talked a little bit about the Jets here. Now we can kind of transition into hard knocks. We we both watched the first episode. The second episode is actually coming out in like a um, couple minutes. In a couple minutes as we're talking yeah. right now. So we will not be talking about episode 2 quite yet. Um that'll be next week. But Jody, your thoughts from the first episode of Hard Knocks. What was the first thing that stood out to you? Oh, uh, I'll give you one quick note that I had was I mean, we've seen it before Hard Knocks released, but Aaron Rodgers has some Good chemistry with our guy, Sauce Gardner. Seems like they're really good homies. Uh, let's see, what else did I see? Quinnen Williams, funny guy. I, I still <laughs> remember him when he was in college with like Kyler Murray. And he starts talking about <laughs> Kyler Murray. Uh, yeah, Kyler Murray. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> let's see, uh, what was Garrett Wilson? He's looking real good. Garrett Wilson. Snagging those balls like crazy, bro. It's kind of fun. Uh, one going back to Rogers, I enjoyed dudes like Miko Hardman and Sauce Gardner being like, "Man, I've grown up watching you my whole life." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, "Dude, you've been playing, playing in the league since I was since I was like five years old, and now I'm playing <laughs> with you." And it, it was like, "Man, that's that's tough." Right? They're making Rogers feel like an old man. Yeah. So that was one. I thought that that whole segment was funny, and then two going back to Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner, the the idea of those two being able to, they came in the league together, same draft class, 
and just mm-hmm. working against each other every day, making each other yeah. better, talking oh, yeah, about they were like giving each other tips and stuff, like oh you yeah, done this, and, yeah. That was and cool. the and the idea of like the iron sharpens iron, like hey, he runs yeah. a rep here, I get him there, you know. And I think they have a nice competitive rivalry, but you can tell there's a real friendship there. It, yeah. it that's a great thing for the Jets that they have those two guys together. Sauce Gardner, it, this is out of pocket a little bit but he when he's when he's just chilling there he reminds me of one of the island boys bro i don't know why i don't know if it's his hair or you know he's got a grill in but that's all it reminds you and i just i don't know if he had tattoos <laughs> on his face like that it you know that Man. could be like the cousin i was not expecting you to say that today um <laughs> wow okay couple other things that stood out to me Number one, the relationship between Aaron Rodgers and Hackett is just yeah. so interesting. Um, and it makes sense because they're they're really closer in age than most player coaches are. So that's one part that. of it. Um, two is I just think Hackett respects Rodgers' talent so much that he kind of and, – and Rodgers – you know, sort of has this like working relationship with Hackett where it feels like Rogers can kind of say, coach, we're doing this and Hackett's going to be like, yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and so I think there's, um, you know, if you're working with the hall of fame quarterback, like Aaron Rodgers, to a certain extent, I think you have to give him that, you know, and I, I I think it's impressive that Hackett can kind of put aside ego and be willing to kind of work the relationship that way. You know, I think you would also hope that Hackett has certain moments, though, where he can kind of get on Rodgers and and say, nah, nah, like, you know, I got to know what's better for the player at at some Mm -hmm. point. But I do think that it's cool that they have such a tight relationship as, you know, offense coordinator and and, uh, quarterback. So be interesting to see how that relationship continues to play out in future episodes. But definitely in this episode, there was an interesting sort of – relationship there yeah um i thought the next thing that the little game that they got is pretty cool it's like the where they throw the ball at the pylon yeah and and they they talked about how they implemented the psych out from basketball i thought that was hilarious yeah and then he was just like sean payton (laughs) (laughs) okay let's talk about that let's talk about sean payton um we weren't here last week Right. So we mm. we did not get a chance to talk about the Sean Payton comment. So we might as well do it now since we're here with Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks, by the way, didn't talk about it a whole lot. Um but they which definitely was, touched about like the aftermath. Yeah. Guess, that's what you want to call it. They kinda it, it was a little funny. They kinda like they dabbled in it, but they didn't really yeah. go into it. Um we'll see if maybe we get that tonight. But so we'll just talk about what did Sean Payton say? You know, basically he I mean, he. there's no other way to put it. He kind of like blasted Nathaniel Hackett for the way yeah. that he managed things. And not just Nathaniel Hackett. His current sitting GM and president who hired him also blasted them for essentially allowing things to be run the way they were run, um, the way that Russell Wilson was allowed to sort of do what he wanted to do. I mean, he really aired all the dirty laundry and and sent it to the moon. And and pretty, 
I, w- I would say it bordered on unprofessional. Um, given that coaching is such a tight knit industry, we mm. all understand. And I say we like I'm a part of it. You know, I'm, I'm a football <laughs> I mean, coach. You are. Yeah. Not at that level, but yeah. but like you do, if you're a coach at any level, you understand the work and the time that gets put in. Now, you can also look at another coach's work and feel like, hey, that person is not putting in the time and effort and you can tell and it shows. And maybe that's yeah. what Sean Payton was getting at. But I honestly, I find it hard to believe that at that level, you know, everyone's, you know what I'm saying? Everyone is yeah, working hard. And so when they fall short, it's not because a lack of effort, there's just the lack of, you know, maybe the structure wasn't right for the team that they had. The schematic approach wasn't right. You know, didn't maximize the talent mm-hmm. they had X, Y, Z. I don't think it's a, you know, uh, a lack of him. Yeah. And, um, the way Sean Payton blasted him, it was pretty, yeah, it was pretty, uh, it was pretty tough, pretty tough commentary. Um, Payton came back and said, you know, I'm sorry. I have to take my Fox hat off. You know, I got a (laughs) TV hat, you know, I got to, I'm back in coaching. I can't do that. That kind of thing. But he didn't really go as far as saying like he was wrong. Uh So you can tell he (laughs) feels a certain way about it. Um, Obviously, there was the response by Rogers. Yeah, keep with hey, Peter keep Schrager. My coach's name out of your mouth. Yeah, keep my coach's name out of your mouth. Sala had a pretty strong like, "Hey, man," and this did appear on Hard Knocks. If you ain't have haters, yeah, you know you're not doing anything. So, <laughs> um, there Hackett didn't really have to say much. It kind of felt like Rogers and Sala spoke up for him. So, um, but. Just, just real interesting. I'm surprised that Sean Payton made that kind of mistake. That felt like something like a younger coach would do, I and not Hackett someone who's been in the Broncos. Yeah, it just didn't feel like someone like Sean Payton, who's been in the league for so long, been respected for so long, would do. I'm, I'm curious, as a, especially as a Broncos fan, how you feel yeah. about that whole thing. Uh, the way I saw it, from one end, like yeah, obviously it's kind of disrespectful to the guy, like and even the organization a little bit to like trash him, but then it's like. I think it was the way I kind of took it, just and probably because I'm a fan of the Broncos, was more so that he's there and he's got to rework everything to like wrong what was done. I don't know, but it wasn't necessarily, yeah, it wasn't necessarily to trash hack it. Granted, that like his name was said, but like more so that there's things that that are still left over that are kind of like wishy washy and he has to go in there and just like clean up real quick. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I think I could agree with kind of what you were getting at there. Um, Well, I mean, I'm very curious to see if Hard Knocks does anything else with it in this episode. I I feel like they may not. Um, The one other, only other thing I kind of had the note on Hard Knocks. I had two more, two more notes. Again, one, their defensive coordinator Jeff Ulbrich is just kind of an interesting guy. I thought it was funny that he said there are teams around the league that'll say like, do your job. We need to do our job and like a little bit more. That means we have 22 players on the field. And I was like, Whoa, (laughs) (laughs) I get the the point. We're multiplying by two. Everyone's doing two. I I do (laughs) fundamentally though, believe in the idea of doing your job because if everyone yeah. does their job and you are structurally sound, that means 
and offense has absolutely nothing. The yeah. only way you get beat in that scenario is if you're trying to do more and you actually, by trying to do more, don't do your own job. That's yeah. the whole point of that phrase. That's the <laughs> whole thing that we teach on a constant basis. Like every day I preach to my players. Yeah. And I thought that was funny that he was kind of like, nah, do more than your job. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, we'll Go see if it works. Out. We'll see if it works out for him. I mean, you know, they were really good on defense last year. So I can't, mm-hmm. I can't really necessarily argue with that. I just thought it was a very interesting philosophy, not something I'd heard really said before. Cause it yeah. kind of goes against a lot of how I've always taught things. So, you know, not to say that it I'm right. Me. Just, I mean, it just could was just interesting. Be like put in more effort. I don't know. Not necessarily like, try to jump a ball where it's not your guy but like if you're you know if you got a quick jump or something i i don't know yeah i mean i think i understand the point he's making i just thought yeah. it was funny that instantly he goes we got 22 yeah. guys out there now <laughs> like ah, multiply those everyone by two man and then the last thing it's very noticeable that they're not gonna show the cutting of players this year because they're not the same level of like fringe personality like you know ros- fringe guys yeah. on the roster those personalities showing up in the show much less they focus a lot more on the stars so far yeah. um yeah. and i just i assume that's because there's not the payoff at the end of guys making the team or getting cut i mean maybe we we get over the next couple of weeks of preseason maybe there is a guy that like he balled out week three in the preseason gets that that last spot or something you know i don't know yeah i mean there's still plenty of time for them to maybe yeah. do to focus on some of those guys more. It just seemed like they were lacking in that, in that first episode. And while we're here, I kind of wanted to talk some preseason thoughts and this is a good segue. Um, Zach Wilson. Yeah. Okay. I was going to bring him up one last time before, but yeah, that works. Yeah. I mean, the... His performance in preseason and, and kind of getting to see a little bit of him on, on hard knocks. I thought his perspective on Hard Knocks was. It, I thought I thought it, looks it was like really he was good. definitely learning some stuff from Rogers, which is huge. Because yes, that that when when we seen them, it made more sense to me as to why they picked him and why they kind of wanted to run with them more. And then they had to switch to Mike White because it was just like out of hand. But with him and Rogers, it seems like he's definitely learning some things. Like he he's getting insight from more of Roger's mind as to how he does stuff too, which kind of helps because, you know, like you said, from the other dudes, like, Oh, I watched you growing up. Like clearly the dude's been balling. My dude's got the MVPs at Super Bowl, So, so yeah, I don't know. I just want to see how much more he can develop over the year and then see what happens within with Rogers and the next following year or whatever. Well, it's funny. Cause I mean, it feels like, you know, Rogers, however you think of him, he feels like the dudes on the team love him. Yeah. True. You know, I mean, it does seem like they there's great camaraderie among his teammates. Um, there's the whole like Jordan Love has said all only positive things about playing, you know, under Rogers as as his backup. And it seems like he and Zach Wilson, like you said, have a really good rapport. And he's actually at least Hard Knocks has done a good job of making it seem like he's going out of his way to help Zach Wilson. Yeah, true. To that become true. a better player. Like, and it's really about like what he's looking at, snap um play to play. Here's how I'm processing this information and helping Zach play faster. Um, you can you can see that in some of the practice tape. And then in the game, when he's actually like telling him, like, hey, 
throw it to or this guy. To, like, yeah. you got it. And and then Zach Wilson played really well in that preseason game, you know, about as well as he's played in in any game in his career. Um, and obviously it's just preseason, but it's a positive sign for the Jets. Yeah, and look, it's looking better than it was the following two years. And, and just with Wilson overall, I thought it was his little interview when he kind of gets introduced and he's explaining his situation. Thought he was very humble about it. And I know that uh-huh. there were situations last year and the year before where it was kind of like people More thought coffee. he was he was not humble. Yeah, there was the yeah. whole thing about other dudes' moms. And then there was <laughs> the whole thing about like he didn't think it was his fault they lost or the game. Whoever comes in, he's going to make their life hell. Yeah, all of that. Like you combine all those things, there was a lot of immaturity. And it felt like his response to where he's at now, it was a lot more mature response. Like, hey, I was doing this last year and and it got out of hand and I wasn't good enough. And now we brought in a veteran and I'm trying to learn from this guy and become a better player. And it's like, okay, great. That's your outlook. That's fantastic. Like, that's what you need to be in order to get better and and then survive in this league and maybe be productive one day. Because his talent's undeniable. It's there. Mm -hmm. So if we get... You know the the ego in line with the talent in line with being able to process information, and he's getting a lot of help from Rogers. It seems like um, maybe there's still hope for Zach Wilson. We'll see. True. Yeah. Well, you briefly touched on it since we're on this. Jordan Love, that dude is looking pretty good in that first game. Yeah. Seven for ten, had forty six yards and a touchdown. And then even the videos I've seen of him in camp, he's looking really good. You, you like I said, you had me torn on him. When we did that, where I was I like, like you know, maybe he does got some juice on him. I, I kind of like Jordan Love. I told you, limited tape showed very positive things, and yeah, it's heard a lot of good things coming out of camp. He, it's not like that Packers roster is awful. There's some stuff there. I picked them to go, I believe, eight and nine. If, you know, for that reason, because I think uh-huh. Love, it'll still be his first year starting. He'll still have some growing pains, but I think he's going to be better than people anticipate. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that that's a, yeah, it's a very positive sign. Um, and uh, the only other guy we kind of talked about um, preseason wise, it seems like we're focusing a lot on quarterbacks, which you know naturally, especially yeah. the young quarterbacks, <laughs> Justin Fields. Yeah, my guy's looking good. <laughs> hey. I mean, is he looking good, or is it, is he able to just his, throw his, one yard? His screens? weapons, his weapons are looking yeah, good. <laughs> these guys are getting all kinds of yak for him to help him help his stats look fantastic, but. Yeah, that's a great sign because Justin Fields has had no help, and now we're yeah. maybe seeing what it looks like if he does have help. So, I mean, that's a great sign for Fields, you know, in terms of his development, and if he has any chance at being better this year, having those guys around him definitely makes things better. Yeah, my guy, he had what three for three, two touchdowns, I think, and 129 yards. Yeah. Called. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So one thing I am sad about: Bijan didn't play. It makes sense though; that's probably their starting running back. But I would love to see a little bit of film on him and just light it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's time, dude. For the rankings, we are ranking. Football movies today. As we approach the regular season, if you're looking for a football movie that may get you in the mood, you know, 
ready for fall, ready to see football on Saturdays and Sundays. We've got you covered today. We're going to give you some great recommendations with these rankings. If you've never seen these movies, you got to watch them if you're a football fan. And if you listen to this podcast, you must be a football fan. So therefore, you should watch these movies. All right. True. First and goal. Can you remind me what the (laughs) ranking tiers are? Because I was lost. All right. So this is how we're going to do this. First and goal is your fourth best movie. Second and goal is your third best movie. Third and goal is your second best movie. And on fourth and goal, the money down. You got to score your favorite football movie. And then bonus two-point conversion. That's your honorable mention. Okay. Uh, You know, the first time I heard it, it didn't make sense to me. But now I get it. First and goal is probably like first and nine. Second and goal, you know, you got a couple yards. the ball closer to the end zone. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. All right. So first and goal, Joey, insert the whistle. All right. What you got? The fourth best, correct? Before I fumbled this on our very first goal. Yes. I am going with Friday Night Lights. Now, that might be questionable to some people. Look, I haven't. The way I did my rankings is based on the movie. How many times I've seen it since it's released. I'll be honest. I've probably seen this once since it's released. And I don't even remember it, really. But it's a really good movie. A lot of camaraderie for the team. But that's my fourth best. Okay. Now, I was real torn on this spot. I knew my top three for a fact. But this spot was a tough one. However, I could not keep the mean machine out of the top four. (laughs) I'm going with the longest yard, the remake. All right. Adam Sandler, Chris Rock. Unbelievably. I mean, one is the guards. Gotcha. Yeah, um, <laughs> unbelievably funny movie, um, but also has pretty good action for a funny comedy yeah. football movie. Nelly, they did it. They did. Yeah, Nelly. Yeah, um, they did a pretty good job. Uh, Michael Irvin's in it too. Yeah, and he He's does good. a really good job as an actor. It's kind of funny. Cruz. Yeah, <laughs> He's got the face that quake, bro. <laughs> Will you teach me to football? <laughs> I like, like little Michael. Yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, I like it. You look like a young Michael Jackson. Yeah, I love little Mikey. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, there's, there's a lot Sorry of quotable. I didn't mean to hit my mic like that. A lot, a lot, a lot of quotable moments in that movie. Like you said, shakes yeah. that make you quake, fries across your eyes, burgers. I just got burgers. Got the burgers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great movie. Great football movie. You get some fun. You laughs. You know, but you also. You know, yeah. you get some fun, some Chris really Rock. good football scenes. That's the thing. Yeah. Football movies are hard to nail because it's hard to nail the actual football scenes. Yeah. And they did a great job in that movie, especially for it being a comedy. So that's my first single. Okay, second and goal. Probably another questionable one for people. But like I said, I do it oftentimes. I've seen this thing, like the repeatability or whatever the word I'm looking for is. I'm going with Remember the Titans. Ooh. Ooh. I'm probably getting hate for that one, but that's okay. Wow. Nothing else, huh? Just nope. remember the Titans. No. That's it. Yeah. I'm sure. Okay. It, I'll let you talk about it because I'm sure it's a lot higher on your list. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Okay. This one also 
pretty tough. I went back and forth. Man, I'm still kind of going back and forth. But <laughs> I think I can't keep this one out of my top five. Yeah, I'm going to do it. We are Marshall. Oh, All right. I didn't expect we are, that. We are Marshall. Um, true story. Um, you've got – I actually just recently rewatched this movie like not that long ago. I'm going to say like uh-huh. three or four months ago. Um, but, uh, I mean, just like the acting in it is fantastic. And, I mean, you know, Matthew McConaughey, right? Uh-huh. Um, and it, the fact that it's a true story, it's very inspirational. The football scenes in the movie are, I'm not going to say great, but they're pretty good. Okay. Um, there's a few football movies that kind of fit into this category that I will kind of go ahead and just give some honorable mention shout outs to right uh-huh. now, just because we're here. Um, you know, you're talking um, Invincible. I kind of considered yeah. it here. The football That's scenes in that movie are not nearly as good, though. And that's kind of what – that's why I went with We Are Marshall. Football scenes in We Are Marshall mm-hmm. are better. Um, but really considered that one. Um, Rudy, kind of another yeah. one that's in this vein. Rudy's just – it. the football scenes in that one are real rough watches. You know, it's just um, – you know, you also have like um, – uh, when the game stands tall, that one's a tough watch. Though. Which I, one's I, that? That sounds. That's really the da, da, the De La Salle movie. Okay, I see. I didn't know the name of it, but I, that was going to be one of my honorable mentions later on too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that those all kind of fit into that like, um, that category of like inspirational based on a true story kind of mm-hmm. deal. Um, but I think the best of all of those is We Are Marshall. We are Marshall. That. <laughs> third and goal all right for me this is another movie i kind of quote decent amount with one of my buddies from college it really feel good story in a way kind of tough for the situation some of these kids were in but gridiron gang the rock you know he's good leading work. the team the kids you know they go what is it jail or is it juvie i don't mm-hmm. know juvenile but, detention yeah yeah so they're in there they'll my like one of my favorite scenes like of all time honestly he they get the kids to all sit down he's like yeah you can get water like that's the first thing you guys all done together you know like yeah crazy how something so simple just like i'd never seen this you know yeah so that was uh, it's a good movie i like it a lot i mean as always there's something sad that happens in there too yeah but it that one's a really gridiron gang was one of the it was a hard it was probably the hardest one for me to keep out i struggled (laughs) <laughs> it's not in my top four. It's my first honorable mention. Uh-huh. Um, it is a really good movie. I mean, the whole like the rock suiting up for practice is like every coach's like fantasy like, that could never yeah, actually yeah. happen because you would get <laughs> fired if you did that. But it it is it is such a funny like, you know, it, again, and they're just doing yeah. the drill over and over <laughs> and it's him. Um, and of course, he's, it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, so uh great. And he movie. wasn't he wasn't yoked then either, which is crazy. Yeah, that dude was just he was just built. Yeah, he was just regular. Yeah. The regular <laughs> rock. Um, yeah. Okay, for my third and goal, 
I'm going with Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so good as a movie that they made it a TV show too. Mm-hmm. Also, I just want to point out the late '90s to mid 2000s is like the mecca of football movies. Yeah, like this is all the movies we're talking about were made during that time. Like it, for whatever reason, it was just a very popular kind of movie to make in that period, and that's when all of these movies were made, and all of the best ones. Yeah. Are in that time period. Um, Friday Night Lights was 04. We Are Marshall was 06. Um, you know, uh, what, what are the ones that we said? Um, Remember the Titans 2000. You got Longest, Longest Yard. Yard was 05. Invincible was 06. Great Iron Gang was 06. I'm telling you that they were just making yeah. football movies like crazy during this time period. Anyway, I, um, any given Sunday was 99. That's one of my honorable mentions. Varsity Blues 99. Yeah. So it's funny. Waterboy, 98. The Replacements, 2000. Yeah, so all these are in that same time period. Um, But anyway, Friday Night Lights. I mean, one, Texas high school football. Mm -hmm. Now that I'm coaching in Texas, I can tell you (laughs) some of that stuff's real. Okay, wait. Quick question. I don't want to – I know you're about to talk about this movie, but do you – okay, how come you had to paint these things? the the field how come you have to paint the field okay all right let's uh let's explain when you are a high school football coach or for that matter it could even be at a small college part of your job is all of the non-glorious stuff that people don't get to see okay uh-huh so for instance we do laundry so we have a a big washer and dryer industrial size yeah. The kids have little laundry loops. They put their all their football stuff every day. We do yeah. the laundry for the kids so they don't have to take every it home every day. Dang. So one of my jobs every day, doing oh, laundry. I mean, that's all of us as coaches. Uh, you know, another thing is we got to paint the field, right? So like when you go out to practice, you got to have lines on the field. Like you got to have yeah. landmarks. You got to have the hashes. You got to have the top of the numbers. You got to have sidelines. You gotta have mm. every five marked out. You gotta have end zones, like in order this to function practice. practice yes, so we have to paint okay, the practice not, field, not the stadium. No. Okay. So that's, we gotta paint the practice I was field. A confused. About once a week. Now we have a grass game field. Uh huh. So guess what we'll be doing tomorrow before we scrimmage at home on Thursday? <laughs> paint the grass the field. game field. Okay. Yes, and that's gonna be more intricate because you got to get all those lines perfectly straight, and you got to get yeah. You got to mark off a coach's box. You got to do all of these extra things <laughs> for a game day. So yeah, I'm not not the most thrilling or fun part of my job, um, but comes with the territory. It's funny. Everyone wants to be a coach until they see how much work you actually put in and work mm-hmm. a six a.m. to nine thirty p.m. kind of day, and then they're like, oh, yeah, I got great papers after two. Maybe not. <laughs> well, yeah, so, I guess we're some coaches. Um, but, um, point being Friday night lights, just, just a fantastic look at like a high school football team. Some of it's unrealistic. Some of it's very realistic, unfortunately. Um, and just the ending is so brutal. It's so good though. Cause you see the lessons they learned. It wasn't about the W or the L. It was about um, like what they did as a team. I mean, that's that's the whole that's the whole thing with sports, man. That's why I coach. It's like the lessons yeah. that you get to teach kids. And uh, 
Yeah, I just think it's a. It's also the action in the movie. The actual football scenes are really freaking good. Uh, it's very impressive. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, Friday Night Lights is my third and goal. All right, fourth and called? goal. That was, that's where the Ryan Gosling meme comes from, right? Where like this guy couldn't trust him on the corner or whatever. No, no, you're no? thinking of Remember the Titans. Oh, that's what it was. Oh, yeah, I, I missed my shot. All right, we'll, we'll cut that one. Fourth and goal. You gotta have it. Who this is scoring a touchdown you, for you? You you already talked about this one. It's the longest yard for me. I mean, you, nice. you heard us going back and forth with the with the quotes. Like, probably one of the movies. I mean, honestly, a lot of those like '90s, 2000 movies of Adam Sandler in general, I watched a million times. Yeah, yeah. But in terms of football. This is probably one of my go-tos for sure. It's just, you know, it's, it, it's just, it's funny. Decent action. A lot of, especially like the first time you watch it, you don't really know what's going to happen at the end when the dude's got the gun in his hand. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, a lot of different things that play out in that movie. And just like the beginning's crazy that. too. Oh, and. and just and, driving recklessly. Yeah, and, and Chris Rock. His the, yeah. the fate of his character is a whole deal. I mean, that, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I kind of mentioned that when, spoiler, when we were talking. Spoiler alerts. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler alerts. But yeah, <laughs> yeah spoiler like, alert for a movie from 2005. <laughs> yeah, hey, you know what? Spoiler, you know, we're just in case anyone hasn't seen them, you know, we're not. Um, But I'll get to my fourth and goal, gotta have it, all-timer. Remember the Titans. Mm. It doesn't get any better than Denzel. Like, all the characters in that movie are meaningful and impactful and really good at, you know, the actors who play those characters are really good at what they do. Yeah. I mean, you got like Petey, the running back y'all, you know, <laughs> all the way through to like, to, 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 to Gosling, like you're killing me, you know? Yeah. And just all of that, like, you know, you fumble my football, you run a mile, you know, all that. <laughs> That's like, some just, real like coach stuff too. Like, you gotta do the bear crawls, bro. You messed up. <laughs> yeah. No, and and you add in the idea of the racial dynamics of mm. do you have this black group of players, this white group of players, this black head coach, the formerly white head coach who's now the defensive coordinator, they're all supposed to come together. And mm-hmm. initially there's obvious tension and even borderline hatred. And then eventually the way that they come together as a team for a common cause then you get left side strong side like (laughs) you know all of that and like there's real brotherhood and relationships and connection and it's all due to them playing a game you know it's like the power of sports is real you love feeling that i every time i can watch that movie anytime it's on i can watch it and pick up wherever it's at and enjoy it i love the way that it finishes and how everything plays out i mean and the fact that it's based on a true story, obviously mm. taking some liberties, some Hollywood, but <laughs> the fact that it is based on a true story, a lot of these things happened. You know, Denzel taking them through um, the 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 gravesite, you know, Gettysburg, like all of that. Um, just it's, you know, even ain't no mountain high enough, you know, See, like all I the forgot, scenes. I was going to mention that during mine and didn't, but. Yeah, it's it is a it's an all timer. It's not just an all time football movie. It's an all time movie for me. Mm. No, I I can respect that. 
So the all right was two, point, two conversion. point conversion. Honorable yeah. mentions. Give me three or four, however many you need. Uh, we got blindside. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't just say the blind side today. There's a lot of news that just came out about that, dude. We got to talk about that. The movie was, you know, the way it plays out now, kind of crazy. My dude, what what happened? They, they like, gypped him money from the movie or something? Michael Orr says that Or was it money in general? Well, he's claiming that they didn't actually adopt him. That yeah, that, too. that um they were like really just clinging on to him for his talent. They thought they thought he was gonna make a bunch of money. Yeah. So he didn't feel like they actually took care of him. They felt like he also felt like the movie portrayed him as stupid and like yeah. needing these kind of like white savior well, parents. True. I to, mean, in the to, movie they do kind of teach him how to play the on the line, which is crazy. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> So he he's basically claiming that the movie is like entirely fictional. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah, I, I mean, it kind of ruins the movie a little bit if that's the case. It just really t- tarnishes that movie if it if that's real. So I mean, yeah, yeah I guess it's kind of an honorable mention. <laughs> okay, continue. Uh, draft day. Yeah, Costner. Know. Yeah, not real a lot of football action, but like good looking. A, like, a lot behind the scenes, like yeah, GM stuff. Let's see, we got any given Sunday we talked about earlier. Let's see what. Else? Oh, dude, the any given Sunday was gonna be my first honorable mention. Just, just Al Pacino. The yeah. inches we need are everywhere. <laughs> like, dude, that speech gets me going every time. Great. I mean, that just for that speech alone, it's an it's an honorable yeah. mention. Now. It's real dramatic. It's real 1999. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I didn't make my top four, but it's definitely an honorable mention. Yeah. And then we got our guy, Jamie Foxx, throwing up in the huddle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Look, the concussion, that, that stuff's not going to fly now. Jeez. Let's see. We got the Express. I seen that a long time ago when we were in high yeah, school. That was a good one. It's a good one. one. Starts out with the dude running next to the train or whatever. Yeah. Um, you said invincible already. I guess you can go yep. radio. Um, radio is a good one. I was going to mention gridiron gang was going to be like my first honorable mention. You kind of touched uh-huh. on a bunch of it. I I love that movie. It was really yeah. hard for me to keep it out, but, um, another one that is kind of, it's an old head movie, but if you haven't seen it, it is a good one. Everyone kind of loves it. The program program the program know, it has it has tupac in it um really yeah um or no no i'm sorry it's not tupac it's um gosh dang it i messed that up redact that it's um <laughs> here i'll tell you exactly who it is i'm i'm messing this up completely um let me look at the cast um it was omar epps that's what i'm thinking of not tupac omar epps is in it um but it's 93. uh and 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 James Kahn is the coach. Um, but it is, uh, yeah, it's 1993. The The movie was based on Florida State, essentially. Oh, okay. and that makes sense based off the colors they're wearing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's, and it's okay. real, like, old school football. Like, like there's, a, there's one of the scenes in there. The guy calls the play and he's like, Razor, Bear Claw, Stinger, ready, break. 
it's like, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, it's good though. It really is good. It's a, it's a really fun watch if you have never seen the program. So I definitely, definitely recommend that one. The Water Boy. Yeah, you said that, and I was like, dang, I should have thrown that in. That's more something I do actually watch. But Sandler. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 more of a comedy than it is a yeah, football yeah, that is movie. True. That is it's kind of. You know, <laughs> you, you remember um, when Bobby Boucher showed up at halftime to, <laughs> at the Bourbon Bowl and the Mud Dogs won, do you? Mom said football to devil. <laughs> What's wrong um, with his medulla oblongata? <laughs> uh, another good one The Replacements. Keanu Reeves as Shane Falco, Gene Hackman as the coach, um, John Favreau is in it. It's a good oh. one. Have you seen that one? No, I haven't. It's, it's a it's a good one. So like, basically, the uh, the players go on strike, so then okay. they have to get like replacement players to come uh, play for the team. Okay. And like the replacement player quarterback is Keanu Reeves, uh-huh. and um, he's uh, sh- like his you know uh, character Shane Falco is like kind of like a washed up like never kind of made it has been kind of uh, guy okay. and they bring him in. And then of course, like things go really well. <laughs> so, and, and Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves is good in the movie. It, it, it's a pretty good movie. He ends up like dating one of the cheerleaders, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, also one more that I have. And it is Jerry Maguire. Now, Jerry Maguire isn't really a football movie, which is why I could never put it in. However, uh-huh. I just love um, the the character, his client in the movie, um, um, Rod Tidwell, Cuba Gooding Jr. as Rod Tidwell. Um, okay. That that's it's still it's a it's an agent movie, but like his client is a football player, so gotcha. it kind of sneaks in there as an honorable mention. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. I'm going to say the ones you mentioned, I don't think I've ever seen. All of them are, are good enough I to go watch. Check them out. Tom Cruise? Um, oh. Yeah. Jerry Maguire. Tom. Oh, you've never seen Jerry Maguire? Oh, that's uh-huh. a must watch. It's not, like I said, it's not exactly a football movie. It's more of a, he, he's an agent. Jerry Maguire is uh-huh. an agent. And then his client is Rod Tidwell, which is Cuba Gooding Jr. And it's about gotcha. like him negotiating this deal for him and but there's a lot of other things going on um others that i'm i just saw the little giants yeah yeah i was gonna say that one too before we um, closed it off <laughs> and then i also this one's a really old one it's young young tom cruise but i have seen it it's all the right moves from 1983 yeah i don't know it's, that one either young young cruise he's a high school football player and he's in this like steel mill town and uh he's just like trying to use football to get out of the town uh-huh. but it's not again it's more of a high school like coming of age movie than it is a football movie but okay it's still it's still a football movie so yeah i feel yeah dude all of those great i mean we gave you a long list of them so if you haven't seen any of these all of them are worth a watch um if we missed any Feel free to know. let us know. Yeah, what, what did we not mention? I think yeah. we got. I mean, considering I think we, we covered the end of the list. Yeah, the only other one that I, I mean, is the most recent one that Kurt Warner movie, American Underdog. I didn't watch okay. it, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you, it's okay. It's okay, a, it's real Disney. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm, okay. Yeah. So, that makes sense. but it's Kurt Warner and I love Kurt Warner. So that makes it good. But yeah, I wouldn't have mentioned it among some of these other really, really good football movies. So gotcha. Gotcha. With that being said, we got banger of the week this week. Um, so you this week, I believe it is me. And I am going to come up with something on the spot because I am unprepared. I, I had something and I, I completely forgot it. Uh-huh. Um, I could throw one out real quick if you want to get one. I mean, we yeah, didn't yeah, do yeah. one last week, so I mean, we could yeah, we'll we go give them two a for one for the people. So I listened to, well, I'm going to do two actually. I'm sorry. Because okay. our guy Ray, he dropped an album. Ray Ray, I did I did listen to his new album. And from from that album, I will say I like the song he has with his dad. I think that's a really cool like moment they had in there. Yeah. I thought the song was actually pretty his dad had some bars I liked. I thought it was cool. So that one's a perfect moment by Ray off of Color of Dope. Yep. And but what I really want to talk about was Utopia by Travis Scott. I like pretty much the whole album if I'm being honest. But if you want some songs that I like, we're going with My Eyes, I Know, and Topia Twins will be what I'm talking about. Solid album. I bought a vinyl. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I don't even have a record player, so I'm going to be in the market for one of those. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually, you reminded me of what I did want to do. I'm actually going to go with also off of Ray's album, Color of Dope. I'm going with uh, Without Me. I like that song. Yeah, that's track eight. I thought that one was really good. I will Um, say in the album, he has a lot of like visionary stuff looking forward in his career. Like I thought it was really cool. Just listen to it. I don't know how what your thoughts on it. No, I thought like the first few songs, I was like, oh, it's a little slower. Yeah. Compared to what Ray normally does. Yeah. But uh it like as the album went i liked it more and more and sometimes i also have found for me personally i don't know how anyone else processes music but especially as i've gotten older more than once yeah i gotta listen to things like a couple times before i decide if i like it or not and so Uh that's kind of how i felt about some of his earlier songs like initially i was like i don't know and then i kind of second listen like come back to it and you're like oh actually there's this thing that i missed or like this thing that i like now you know, you kind of feel the beat mm-hmm. a little bit differently. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, but my favorite song on there was was without me because that one was probably the one of the faster paced songs yeah. on the on the album if I'm remembering correctly. So, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, man, I think uh, given the the two week layoff today was a great episode. Yeah, pretty good. Um, missed you. So, yeah, for real. I I. Trust me, I was not. Uh, <laughs> I was not just sitting back on the couch drinking margaritas last week. So, oh, yeah, we would have told um, you if that was the case too. We'd be like, "Ah, oh, we're not putting one out this week." It just kind of no, it just kind of happened, and we're sorry yeah. about that. But uh, we promise to continue putting out the content. Yep. Um, we are now only approximately two. What was it, two and a half? No, about yeah. three three weeks away from week one three. of the NFL season. Um. Obviously, we'll have our uh, in the coming weeks. We're gonna have our huge predictions pod. You know, we've given out you know division winners and and record projections, but mm-hmm. we'll solidify those things. We'll talk about who we think is gonna actually make the playoffs, who's gonna True. win each 
each conference and who's actually going to win the Super Bowl. That's coming um, in the next couple of weeks. Um, we'll have some good stuff for you over the next two episodes before the start of the regular season. Um, yeah. When oh. we open up with the Lions and the Chiefs. All right. Um, but, um, that's a pod right there. And uh, go support our guy, Ray Riley. Yep. On Apple music, music, Spotify, all the stuff for like a week. Listen to the color of dope. And in the meantime, here's a sample. Take us out, Ray Ray. Your brothers and sisters are counting on you to, to cash in on this opportunity. Everybody want to be a beast until it's time to do a beast. Do. Ready for war? We've been working all year. Look into my eyes. Hunger, there's no fear. Talking like you're ready, boy. I promise you, we come. Anybody that want it can get it. Play it's nothing. We ain't never worried about listening to the chatter. Cause when we get on the field, we know that none of it matter. I've been through a lot, man. Can't nothing phase me. Got this through the section and the stands going crazy. Everybody turn it up. We putting on a show. Pumas, we be popping in the people. Yeah, they love. 951 be the city. Never change. We the Sheffield Pumas. Everybody know the name. We ain't here to make friends. We gon' let them see. We turn up tonight in the best spot if you on the other side. Time to let it bang, make them feel that Puma pride. Let it bang, let it bang, let it bang, yeah. Let it bang, let it bang. Show them how Puma do it. Let it bang, let it bang, yeah. Turn me up, let it bang, let it bang, let it bang, let it bang. Put on for the city, that's really all that we do. Nothing to lose and a whole lot to prove. On the field late and I'm in the gym early. Overtime on my grind, I can see him worry. Put the pads on, we about to bring the boom. Everybody better make room. You can see the fumes from the fire. Product of the pain and the hunger and desire. Talking like you want it, man. I hope you ain't lying. Bottom line, we the boomers, but we feeling like some lions. Dropping off heat at your feet every week. Everybody want to be a beast to the sign of each. Oh, we going to see if you really bought it. Think you can handle me, boy, I really doubt it. Putting in work, being steady with the grind. You ain't taking nothing, play This is all mine. Throw your pumas up, we gon' get it, that's right. Friday night lights, we turn up tonight. In the best spot, if you on the other side. Time to let it bang, make them feel that puma pride. Let it bang, let it bang, let it bang, yeah. Let it bang, let it bang, show them how puma do it. Let it bang, let it bang, yeah. Turn me up, let it bang, let it bang, let it bang, let it bang. Blood, sweat, tears, time getting near. I've been saying that for so long, now it's here. Come through the whole chin, checking everybody. We just put them in the dirt, man. Treat it like a hobby. Oops, I mean happy. Else can't have it. We ain't standing around waiting for nothing. We grab it. I remember putting in work all alone. Now my team with me and we all in the zone. Never giving nothing, so you better understand. We don't care about your plan. This is for my pride, man. Get into the huddle, tell the fellas, turn it up. Fourth quarter coming, throw them double deuces up. Let them know what's up, man. The crowd never dying. Refy, keep holding me, man. Quit crying. Put your boomers up. Show them Puma pride. Friday night lights when the boomers come alive. I-
Throw your pumas up, we gon' get it, that's right. Friday night lights, we turn up tonight. In the best spot, if you on the other side. Time to let it bang, make them feel that puma pride. Let it bang, let it bang, let it bang, yeah. Let it bang, let it bang, show them how puma do it. Let it bang, let it bang, yeah. Turn me up, let it bang, let it bang, let it bang, let it bang, let it bang. Let it bang. Let it bang. Let it bang.